evening, even in the few minutes in heaven. So you celebrate together with your church and your people. How I pray that no other spirit, no other thought should enter the heart of anyone today and any other day except the heart of celebrating Yeshua Mashiach in our lives. I commit the few minutes we have in your hands, Almighty Father, as we celebrate this beautiful day. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua Hamashiach, I pray. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, if someone can read. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of peace. Can you read it again, please? Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So it says, unto us a child is born. Hallelujah. Unto us a child is born. And then the Bible goes on to explain. <laughs> Two things that you can see there. Like I've shared on, on this verse before. <clears throat> this is the day indeed that the Lord has made. Because for someone to be born, they are born on a particular day, a particular hour, a particular moment. So year in, year out, they celebrate with themselves and with their friends and their loved ones what they call their birthday. And like I was saying before I started, this beautiful day is one of the most beautiful days in the life and the calendar of a child of God. It is one of the most, and if not the most beautiful day in the life of every creature, even. Yeah. It all started on this day. When the man of God, the prophet of God, Isaiah, was blessed by God to be the one of one among many, but among very few actually, of prophets who were given the grace to foresee things concerning our Lord and our Master and our Savior. So over two thousand years before he was born, the prophet speaks as if something has already happened. That's because something had already happened, <laughs> if you get what I mean, because that's what the prophets do. Prophets see what you don't see. And the moment prophets see what you don't see, as far as the prophet is concerned, what you don't see could have happened in the eyes of the prophet, it has already happened. That's why you saw sometimes, uh, by God's grace, I would say to people, when the person is still struggling, they have no papers, they are a refugee. They, they are being threatened with the deportation. And then I would look at the person and I will say, I see that you have got a British passport. That will be five years before they even get it. Why? Because a prophet will see what you don't see. And people at that time will be like, how can you say that I'm re I've received a deportation letter? I remember one of my children, many of them have got similar testimonies, but this one you might remember, that when she was already at the airport, I can't remember whether it was Gatwick or Heathrow, but she will know which one. And she, uh, she had a boarding pass. And thankfully, God allowed that she was, when she was in the in the waiting room, waiting area to board the plane, she asked if she could uh, be allowed to connect to, to, to call me. And as, would, as God would have it, those people said, okay, you can call whoever you want to call, but you are going on the next plane. They had already checked in. 
the area, ready to board the plane. And as God would have it, the person gets hold of me and cries on the phone and say, baby, they are, I'm being deported now. I'm being deported. Right now, I'm about to board the plane. Please pray for me. And as you know, I prayed to my God. Right that moment, and I said to the person, you shall not go on that plane. So that sounded crazy, right? You shall not go on that plane. You're coming back home. And he started crying. He said, baby, how can you say this? I've, got, I've told you I'm already in the departure lounge. I've got my boarding pass. I said, you are not going on that plane. And I prayed for her. And the rest is history and geography and mathematics. Now she's got a British passport. She's got a husband and children. And she never went on that plane. And many, many years before that happened, I said to her husband, even to yourself. But that's the reason why she was calling. She said, you told me that I, was, I, I would have a British passport. I said, yes, you're going to have a British passport. But how come I'm being deported? I said, you're not going to be deported. It sounded crazy, right? Because you remember the, pro the prophecy I had made for her. I said, you're, I see you having a British passport. So that's what pushed her to call me. And I said the same to the, the young man who was not a husband then, but I also prophesied in his life and I said, you, I see you having a house here, and I see you having a British passport. At that time, even he, he didn't make he didn't make sense to him. But this is the story of many, not just one. I'm just giving those as example. You might know who they are. They might know who they are. But all of, a lot of my children, no matter where they are, they know that they've got testimonies of the prophetic declaration that were made by the prophet of God in their lives, who was raised to be their father. And wherever they are, they live with these testimonies. A prophet of God will declare what, according to him, it has already happened. You may not see it, but at the moment the prophet sees what has already happened, or what will happen in the future, because the way the prophet is shown the thing, actually I could just imagine, as a prophet myself, I could also imagine my brother Isaiah. He could actually see the whole birth process happening. Yeah, God must have shown him a vision. That's what happens to me. It's a, it seems like it happened to me like I'm, I'm watching a movie. When God wants me to see something about someone, what you guys call zoomology, that's what happened. I'm praying, I'm praying for someone, or I'm praying for someone in my heart. In the moment, I'm, I have a thought, and I'm praying for that person. Boom, I got a, a vision of I, I got a, a trailer, they call it. <laughs> I get a trailer. I get so many trailers. Oh, this one and that one and that one. And God shows me exactly what they are thinking or exactly what they are doing at that time. And then I'm like, wow. So I can imagine Isaiah, the prophet of God, seeing exactly Yeshua, Mashiach, Jesus the Christ, in the manger with Mary and Joseph. And he could see exactly that child being born. And he heard the voice of the Lord speaking to him concerning this child, as you see in the verse. So he could not say, unto us a child shall be born. No, because to him, the child was born. He saw it. That's the problem with us prophets. Prophets speak things into being to you, they are not, but to them, they are. Mm. And that will be your testimony for most of you that are hearing me, even right now. And most of you who will hear this on podcast or whatever, you will know that will be your testimony. Then you know that you have a prophet of God in your life. Not one that just says, oh, this happened, hiria, uh, hiria, and they say, tell you things about your uncles, your fathers, your whatever, to make you to hate each other. That's not prophecy. Prophecy is foretelling something, saying something that has not happened, and that will happen, and it will surely happen. So, the man of God, Isaiah, my brother, says, for unto us a child is, not was, not could be, not maybe, unto us a child is born. Then there's a comma there. Goes on to say, unto us a son is given. Again, what I begin to see <laughs> is my brother, oh, God bless this, my brother Isaiah, 
at the moment you saw that trailer, hallelujah, of Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, our Messiah, and our Savior being born in that manger in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem of Judea. I don't know how that happened, but I imagine that within a few minutes, if not a second after that, after he showed, God showed him that trailer of the breath of the Lord. It was almost as if immediately he was taken again to the Passover time. And then he saw, ah, oh, that child is no longer just a child. The child has grown to become a man. He's now a young man. So he could not say unto us as child is given. Because he now sees that young man who is a son is being given to us in the best form anyone could give anyone. He is being given to us in the sense of him dying for us on the cross. So again, I could see Isaiah, the man of God, the prophet of God, being shown a trailer of the passion story, what happened in Jerusalem at that time when he was crucified on the cross. I could see that he was among, if not the first one, to see it. Blessed are you, prophet of God. So you see, as I've said to you before, in those two phrases, we have Christmas and Passover all wrapped up in one sentence, which is not even the complete verse. Just one verse wrapped up with a lot of things. But only that's only a very small part of verse 9 of chapter of, of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. So today, for the next few minutes, I'm just talking about the first part. For unto us a child is born. So that is what relates to Christmas time. Any everything else, what, what follows the phrase that follows after the comma relates to Passover time. Notice that after the unto us a son is given, let me break it down again for those to understand. For unto us a child is born, comma. Somebody say that's Christmas. That's good. After the comma, we have got unto us a son is given. Somebody say that's Passover or Easter. Now, for those who know punctuation in English, it's not done by mistake. Notice that after the comma, which separates Christmas and Passover, we now have a, another bigger punctuation, which is bigger than a comma. It's called a colon. It's even bigger than a semicolon and a comma. It goes on to say, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of Peace. You know what that means? That everything that's after the colon applies or is applicable to the child as it is applicable to the son. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Did you get me? Let me say it again. Everything that you see after the colon, and it says, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. What I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is that that whole phrase from the colon going forward is as applicable to the child, that's Christmas time, as it is to the son. That is Passover time. Amen. And by the way, that phrase, that long, long phrase, is applicable till eternity. Because this Son of God, who is our Father, who is Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, He did not only live, He lives forever. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I get excited about this. So I'm just going to talk about the, the, what, is, what is behind the first comma. For unto us a child is born. But I wanted to carry that with you. Connect to the unto us a child is born was Christmas time. Connect the fact that and the government shall be upon his child, even if he's the child. 
And his name shall be called Wonderful, even if he's a child. And his name is Counselor, even if he's a child. He is the mighty God, even if he's a child. He's the everlasting Father, even if he's a child. He's the Prince of Peace, even if he's a child. Aha! Hallelujah. And to us, this child is born. You see, he was born for us. So you find in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Can you read Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, please? Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. You see the connection between verse Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and that scripture. You see the mix mash between this child. You see in the book of Matthew and the book of Luke, they have got the details of the account of his birth as a child. What, what the man of God, the prophet of God, is referring to in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. That's the child. But even the, even the man of God, the, the, the servant of God, Matthew, is also recording, but with the reference also to the prophet. And he's saying, it's a mismatch of this young man. He is the son, he's a child at the same time. And guess what? He also reveals another secret that God had revealed to the prophet again. That this one is a representation of God among men. His name is not just Yeshua. His name is not just Jesus the Christ. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. Hallelujah, somebody. When the servant of God, the prophet of God, Isaiah says, unto us a child is born. What you are saying and what he's saying to this day is an eternal message that in Christmas time that is recorded and celebrated by everybody, whether they like it or not, and I like that. Everybody in the world stops. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Because of this child. To confirm and to prove to you that he is indeed the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah, somebody. He is the wonderful one. He is that child. He is called the counselor. That child is the mighty God. No matter why you may, you may think it's a small baby wrapped in a manger, as they call it, but that manger is full of the might of God, the everlasting Father. Why is he mighty God? How do we know? We know the story in the book of Luke that even the stars took a journey. <laughs> the stars had to travel from one corner to another corner. A star was moving in the sky. And you know the so-called story of the wise men who were led by a star. How can nature not respond? Even nature had to respond to the king of kings and the lord of lords. And the stars had to move around and show people where this child king is born. Even nature had to respond. Hallelujah, somebody. Unto us a child is born. I wanted to personalize this as I have shared with you before. That so many times we get buried in the we or the us. Yes, thankfully, the Bible doesn't say unto them a child is born. Because then it will be very difficult for you to identify yourself in that situation. Because you'll be like, okay, who is them? You know? But it says unto us, so I say to you, find yourself within the us. Hallelujah. Don't just be buried in there. You need to personalize this child mm -hmm. because he was born for a reason. He was born for you and for me. That's why it says for unto us a child is born. So I want you to remove the us and put yourself there specifically and say, unto me, a child is born. But like I've said before, there is no I or me in they or them. 
but you can certainly find an I or me in us or we. But I go on to say, as you can find an I or me in us or we, don't get buried in the we, because others might be praying and praising while you are not. Others might be recognizing this child. Others might be recognizing that indeed for this one, this child was born for me. And you may just say, oh, unto us, but it's not for you. You are not really in it. So I want to make sure that this Christmas, make it personal. Make it personal. Because as I've taught you before, salvation is personal. Hallelujah. It's a plural thing, but not... <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey. He doesn't say unto them a child is born, but unto us. Make it unto me a child is born. Make sure you can find yourself in that statement, in that small word, U.S. us. You say from today, unto me a child is born. Don't get lost in the us. Make sure you identify yourself. Hallelujah, somebody. La 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 Rene Macausukum, Macatarlaka. Pide de Cashaka, Mabacatar Lavacatarlaka. Nene Macatar Lavacatarlaka. You see, there's an individual in the crowd, but there's no crowd in an individual. There's an individual tree in the forest, but there's no forest in the individual tree. So don't get buried in the ash. Make sure that within the forest, you are a tree in there as well, surviving, living. Identify yourself and begin to celebrate Christmas with a different understanding that the God who is referred to ah, yeah, 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 in John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, for God so loved the world, that's every, that's scripture everyone knows. But I always emphasize also in verse 17, which says God did not send this child so that you can feel condemned. You need to receive that he was born, he was given, he was he is born for you. Don't allow situation to condemn you, John 3:17. Nobody and nothing should make you feel condemned. For God so loved the world, yes, that he gave his only begotten son, yes, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, yes, but have everlasting life, yes. But remember verse 17, he sent him not so so that nobody, no one should ever receive condemnation. Not one, no one should ever be condemned by anybody. So don't go around feeling bad because of what someone has said or done or thinking about you. It is their problem. Until you, this child is born. You need to celebrate that. Enjoy your life. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the moment. The moment, every moment, every day. Enjoy the moment, every moment, every day. Like I said before, don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about the losers. Don't worry about the people who are, who are jealous. They are always there. They always try to discourage you and say stuff. They are the losers. But we have him. You have him in you. He was born for you. Unto me, a child is born. Nobody can take that away from me. Nobody can take that away from you. Personalize it today. Unto me, a child is born. People are celebrating Christmas. You go into the town. No matter, I, they say this one is a, a, in this city or this town, you know what I'm saying, is controlled by a certain religious sector in this town, in this city, or this city. Uh, so this kind of religious sector controls it. But guess what? Whether they are not Christians or whatever other religion they may be, whoever the mayor is or the councillor or whatever, the leader of that city or mayor, whatever, guess what? Go to that city, you find, you find they had to, to decorate the city to recognize that it's Christmas, to recognize Isaiah 9 verse 6, that unto us a child is born, whether they like it or not, they had to make sure that the lights, the streets, Arabakashida, they are decorated to recognize him. Unto us a child is born. I want you to know that he was born for you. 
Christmas time is for you to celebrate the birthday of the one who God sent just for you. And to me, for me, for my sake, God sent his son. For me, I wanted to say the same thing. I wanted to personalize it. I wanted to begin to understand Isaiah chapter 9 very different from today. But this is not about other people. It's not about the crowd. It's not about the world. Yes, but if says, for God so loved the world, then you want to make sure that you find yourself in that word world. Begin to say, in this world, I'm, I'm, I'm in this world. But there's no world in me. I'm an individual. And God sent his son for me. Unto me, this child is born. Somebody shout hallelujah. So as we celebrate, people, we, we should not be, we should not lose our focus. Let me say this. This is the day, whether, whether it's the actual day he was born or not, it's, a, it's a subject for debate, but that's not the important thing. The important thing is that the world will recognize this as his day, his birthday. Hallelujah. So I say to you, if you manage it, or you were able to get him a present, God bless you. If you didn't manage to get him a present, fret not, don't worry, it's okay. He knows your situation. And guess what? If you didn't get a present, <laughs> why should you worry? It's not your birthday. It's his birthday. People get so crossed and so worried that I didn't get this. Everyone, it's, it's okay. I know there's Christmas trees everywhere and a lot of presents are, are, are under the tree for themselves. People are giving each other presents. But have you given a present to, to the one whose birthday it is? Have you ever seen a scenario where people can say, oh, we are, we are being invited to a birthday party and we all go there and every one of us goes there expecting to receive a present from, or we all go there expecting to receive a present, present from each other. Because I'm saying to you, if you manage to give this son of God a birthday present, God bless you. If you didn't manage, you were not able to. It's okay. Don't worry. He knows you. The important thing is you can still celebrate his birthday. It is his birthday for you. You can still celebrate. Don't worry about presents. Worry about him being God's present to you. Hallelujah. There is no better Christmas present that God has sent to the world than this birth of his child. This birth of this child that was foreseen by a prophet Isaiah. Unto us a child is born. Unto me, baby. Unto me, my brother. Unto me, say it yourself. Unto me, this child is born. This is what Christmas is all about. It's a present. from the almighty God. And there's no better present than his only begotten son. There's no better present than to make sure that while you may have lived all along without him, while you may have tried to sort out your own life and your own mess on your own, you don't need to do that no more because his name is Emmanuel. Matthew 1 verse 23. God with us. He wants to be with you. He is born so that he can be with you, in you, on you, day in, day out. Somebody shout hallelujah. Unto me, a child is born. This is the day that the Lord has made. You can sing that again. Say, I will rejoice and I'll be glad in it. So I want to say to you, don't be depressed about presence. Okay? Rejoice in the present that God gave you. In fact, that's why it's called the present. The, the present is for is for today. That's why it's not called a past or a future or a tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's a present, which means it's the present tense, which means it's for today. <laughs> it's a present. God gives you a present for today. It's not a past. It's not a future. It's a present, which means 
present means today. Present means a gift. So it's a present in present tense. It's a present in present tense. It's a present for you today. And when you wake up tomorrow, you say the same thing. It's a present for you today. Because day by day, he is there. He remains the child who is given unto you. When you pray, give us this day. Ah, give us again. Give me this day, my daily bread. It is there. It's a daily situation. Day by day, he provides for you. And to me, a child is born. Hallelujah. It's a present from the Almighty God. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. See how much God loves us. See how much God loves you. See how much God loves me. That he would send his only begotten son to be born, to come and dwell on earth and use a kitchen and a bathroom and go to town and walk around like you and me do. See the kind of love. So I'm saying to you, people of God, the church of God, this is what you need to concentrate on. The world wants you to concentrate on commerce. They want to use this period as a time for you to become depressed. There are some people who are so worried now they didn't get enough presents. Here's <laughs> someone saying they didn't get enough presents. Mm. Or oh, they compare, this one got more presents than me. It's not your birthday, baby. <laughs> you are missing the point. You don't look at the presence that you should get. Worry about that. If you are having a birthday party and people have come to you to your birthday and all they do is eat and go, no one gives you a present. Yes, you can worry. But today, don't worry about presents coming to you. If they come, it's the grace of God. Just concentrate on the fact that God <laughs> gave you the best present ever. Was a day. What more do you want? The best present ever, baby. So that you can enjoy him in you, on you, and with you day by day. Material things are of little significance. If somebody has given you something for Christmas, that's fine. God bless them. The Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. And people are so concentrating on receiving this time. But the Bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive. That's why God gave his only begotten son, even on this day. But the actual serious real giving that God did, he waited until three years later when he allowed his son to put his spirit and his life into the hands of the Almighty God. Hallelujah, somebody. Why did he do this? He did this not for the crowd. He did this not for the world. Yes, he says, for God so loved the world. But you know what? He loved the world, the individual in the world. You and me. If you don't pluck yourself out of that world, you will remain and you get lost in the world. For God so loved you, for God so loved me, that he sent his only begotten son, so that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the whole purpose of this child being born today. Hallelujah, somebody. That is the whole mission. God does not do something for no reason. He sent his son to you and to me so that we can enjoy salvation. So that we can become his children. Hallelujah. So that we can rejoice with him. Go through things, whatever you shall go through, just know. That he is with you. That's why David the psalmist said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me, O God. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Here is the statement and the words of a person who knows that this child is with him day in, day out, no matter what your circumstances are. Do not allow people and haters and losers to cause you to lose your concentration and lose hope and think of giving up and worrying about this one and that one and that one every day. He is born for you. Hallelujah. 
Rejoice in that situation. Rejoice in that moment. Rejoice in this truth. This is the truth of the word of God. And he, Yeshua Hamashiach himself, said, you know what? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When the Son of Man, this one, this child, sets you free, or makes you free, really, then you are free indeed. It doesn't mean that things do not happen in life. It doesn't mean that you never woke up one day with sadness on your face. But as the moment you recognize the sadness on your face, give it out to him. Because he says everything is upon his shoulder. All power and authority is given to him. Hallelujah. Remember this, the scriptures. Oh, oh, that's what you should bring into your mind. Do not be anxious, he says. Do not be worried. But with all things in prayer and supplication, submit all your requests to the Lord. Whenever things happen, things will happen because we are in this world. He said it himself in John chapter 17. Don't fret and worry when things happen to you. Things will happen to everybody. The rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated. There's no one who is not in this world. So Yeshua Hamashiach said, you are in this world, but not of this world. That's the good news. So things will happen to you, maybe. Things will happen. Because we are in this world. Things will happen to me. Things will happen to you. If things happen, if bad things happen to you, ask yourself, who should they happen to? And for all information, bad things happen to everybody. <laughs> sometimes you hear about it, sometimes you don't. Even people who, no matter who they are, no matter who, how much they are, can appear or look like they have got to Oh, oh, they've got it all wrapped up. But I can assure you, I can bet my bottom dollar if you go inside the heart, if you have allowed the permission to zoom like a prophet, like I've got the grace to do something, you see things that will surprise you. But the fact is, you know, you actualize, you put the scriptures into life, and you begin to say, okay, this is happening because I'm in this world. But you know what? I'm not of this world. I belong to him. He is with me. He is in me. He is on me. His name is Emmanuel, baby. God with me. Unto me. I wanted to personalize it today. Yes, it says, unto us. It's a good thing. Thank God the Bible did not say, unto them. Because people will be now saying, oh, that refers to the children of Israel. That refers to the Jews. And you will not quarrel with that. But God had a plan that much as he loves Jews and the children of Israel, there's no question about that. You cannot debate that. You cannot quarrel with that. You quarrel with that at your own peril. God loves his children. He has a covenant relationship with them. And guess what? Hallelujah. That's what makes me excited. Through Yeshua Hamashiach, through this thing that Isaiah the prophet saw, God had a plan to make sure that you and me, who were Gentiles, who did not know the city called Jerusalem, who have never been there, some of us have been there by the grace of God, but some of you have not been there. But through Yeshua Hamashiach, he makes sure that you belong, you become part of the children of Israel. What a plan. You, you, you become a Jewish person, whether you are an African. Do not look at your skin. Look at the scripture. That's the word of God says. Through him, he set you free. Through him, he came this child who was seen by Isaiah unto us. A child is born. He was born for you so that you can join the nation of Israel. Jew or Gentile, black, white, whatever you call yourself. Those are irrelevant descriptions and characterizations of a human being. What matters is that he was sent just for you, Emmanuel, God with me. Hallelujah. And as you, as soon as you actualize this and personalize this and put this into practice in your life seriously, come water, come fire, come hail, come sunshine. You'll have joy and peace in your heart. Hallelujah, somebody. This is the message, the word of God to the people of God. Unto us a child is born. This day, this season, the time when the whole world stops, pays attention, directly or indirectly, to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you, child of God, you can either do it better. 
as you celebrate this day, as you enjoy the meal, whatever you're going to do, as you enjoy music, enjoy Christmas the best way you know how. Don't let nobody judge you or comment on you. Just celebrate it with music and dance if you can. But remember who you are celebrating. It's his birthday, not yours. But remember, as you celebrate, the reason why you have joy, the reason why you can sing and dance, hallelujah, is because you know that he was birthdayed for you. <laughs> hallelujah. He was birthdayed for you. That's the reason why we celebrate. With him, we all celebrate that the reason why God did this is for me, for my for my joy, for my peace, for my healing, for my deliverance, for my breakthrough, for my blessing. He did it for me. So yes, I can sing, I shall dance, and I shall have a meal. I shall invite my friends and my family, and we shall eat together. But like I said, do not let the enemy cause you to fret and worry. Look at who got presents, what, 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 who got more, what, 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 who got this and that. That is not the issue. The issue is about you having a chance to celebrate him because God sent his son. They call him Jesus, Yeshua. He came to love. He learned for me. He lived and died. To buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, stand with me. Yes, I know, all my fear is gone. Because I know, yes, I know, he holds the future. Now life is worth the living just. Because really, that song is a Christmas carol, both Passover carol, as far as I'm concerned, because it talks about him being sent unto us, a child is born, but it also talks about being him dying in the same. So it, that that carol is, is Isaiah nine verse six. Because in Isaiah nine verse six, you have got Christmas and Passover wrapped up in one. In Isaiah 9, verse 6, you have, we have got John 3, verse 16 and 17, verse wrapped up in one. Personalize him, my brother. Personalize him, my sister, today, as you stand up with me. We are done. But I want you to ask him. Let him make sure, make sure, please, that he was born for you. Unto us, let it be unto me. Unto us becomes unto me. Mm -hmm. As you stand with me. Unto us becomes unto me. For go ye means go me. Hallelujah. Begin to personalize it. Begin to appreciate it. I know you love God. I know you love Yeshua Mashiach. I know you are a Christian. But I want you to begin to see things differently today. To to begin to understand and love him even more than you ever done before. To begin to realize that you don't concentrate on the problems that, that, that life brings. Life would not be life without the problem. He also got many problems, <laughs> also problems. When he was, the reason why he went through life is so that he can say to you, he's the only one who can look you in the eye and say, tell me what you went through. That is not worse than what I went through. He went through the worst from the day he was born to the day he died so that he can truly be our, my savior. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to take your hand, put your hand on your heart right now. I know you are a Christian, yes, but you can never do this too much. I want you, because for God so loved you and me that he gave this child that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But remember verse 17 says, he did not send you so that you can feel condemned. So whatever negative feeling you are having from today, just check them off your mind, just check them off your spirit because it is of the enemy, not of God. You just want to rejoice and know that he was sent for you. And I want you to put your right hand on your heart, if you're right-handed, Put your right hand on your heart right now and begin to say this prayer with me. I know you have said it before, but it's a beautiful thing to say it on Christmas Day. 
Raise your hands with me and pray with me. Almighty Father, Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, the only true God, I'm Isaac and Jacob, even our Father and my Father. I thank you, Almighty God, that through your grace and through your deep, divine, unconditional love, you send your one and only begotten Son, even my Lord and my Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, to be born of a virgin called Mary. You sent him to be born for me. You showed this to your servant, Isaiah the prophet, many, many years before it happened. And so I confirm what he said today. What he said many, many years ago, I confirm it today with my mouth and in my heart. That unto me, the child Yeshua is born. I recognize him. I accept him. I receive him as having been sent by God for me. And therefore, I ask you, Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, to come right now in my life, in my heart. Take control of everything about me from head to toe because you were born for me. You, I am your whole mission. I am the reason why you were sent. I am the reason why you were born. I am the reason why you died. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for loving me that much. So, Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, you are my Lord, my Savior. Fill me now with the Spirit of the living God. Guide me every day in the way I think, the way I speak, the way I act, and the way I behave. In the mighty name of the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach. Be my Lord and my Savior, day in, day out. I thank you as I pray this prayer. And once again, I decree and I declare in agreement with your servant, Prophet Isaiah, that unto me, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, is born. And in my heart, in my life, he is born afresh. He is born anew to move with me, in me, with me, every day, everywhere I may be. This is my faith and this is the prayer I make as I count myself your child. In the name of God the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, I decree and I declare that I am born again. I'm a child of God. I belong to the Most High. And there's nothing that anybody can do about it. Thank you, Father, for loving me so much in such a most awesome and unfathomable way. I give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor this day and for the rest of my life. I bless you and I praise your name and I worship you in the name of God the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, I have prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah, Church of God. Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, was born on Christmas Day. And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Hark now hear the angels sing a new king born today and man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Listen to this carol. They call it Mary's boy child. Of course, it's not Mary's boy child, but of course, it's a beautiful thing. If you were Mary, you'd say the same thing. But he, he is my boy child. He was born on Christmas Day. And says, men will live forevermore because of Christmas Day. Hark now hear the world and the angels sing. A new king is born today. It's already confirmed in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. A new king is born today. And then goes on to say, and men will live. Men and women, ladies and gentlemen, every creature will live forevermore. Why? Because of this day you are celebrating. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. And men will live forevermore. 
because of Christmas. And that one goes, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive a king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. Beautiful. Joy to the world. Ha, 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 For God so loved the world. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Unto us, uh, unto me, a child is born. Joy to the world. Joy in your heart. Joy in your spirit. Joy in your house. Joy in your family. Joy in your home. Joy at work. Joy away from work. Joy on the train. Joy on the bus. Joy in the car. Joy, 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 home and away. Hallelujah. Joy to the world. Don't get lost in the world. Identify yourself in the world and say joy to me. The Lord has come. He says, let the earth receive a king. Do you know that scripture in Psalm tells you that even the mountains and the hills are clapping their hands. The waves are, you think they're just going, wah, wah. Those waves in the sea, they are praising God. Nature praises God if you let, if you check the scriptures. It says, so the earth, let the earth receive a king, which means even every little creature that you know is acknowledging him as their king, even today. You don't know what the ants are doing. You don't know what the fish are doing. You don't know how they are celebrating. But I can tell you, I can bet my bottom dollar, everything that he created from Genesis chapter 1 is the prayer abakadidogoko, is in worship, is in dance mode. They are every creature you can think of is celebrating. What more, human being? Oh God, breathe his spirit in. Coronavirus or, coron or no coronavirus. Omicron or no Omicron. Delta or no Delta. He is above all. He is above all. Everything is on his shoulder, including the virus. Joy to the world. Let earth receive a king. It's to say, let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. Ah, ha, ha. And heaven and nature sing. Let your heart, not every heart, your heart prepare him room. You have just done that. He is now in your heart. He is now in your life. He is with you. He is not a lawyer somewhere in the corner of your heart. You are not the landlord and he is the tenant. No, it's the other way around, baby. Let him be the controller and the leader and the guider of your life. And you can really sing every day, joy to the world. Let every heart prepare him room. Then heaven and nature will sing. And heaven and nature will sing. Hallelujah, somebody. God bless you as you celebrate Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And a blessed new year. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. And a blessed new year. Yep, 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 yep. Hooray. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. I commend this message to the church of God. Go on, celebrate Christmas. Enjoy Christmas with your loved ones and with your family. With whoever you shall be with, whether physically or on the phone, whatever, however you do, however you connect, connect with each other as you are connected to the Lord. God bless you, people of God. God bless you, my beloved children, children of God, the Most High God. I love you all so much. I pray that you enjoy your Christmas, enjoy the day, celebrate it with much joy, celebrate it as best as you can and the best way you know how. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. And I look forward to meeting you by God's grace in the future. And I'm praying as I pray for you all that my God, even the Lord your healer, who will continue to protect you and me, who will continue to protect me and you, every one of us, every one of everyone, that God Almighty will continue to protect you because he is with you. He will continue to protect you from the COVID virus and, it all, and all its variants. 
that the God Almighty will continue to protect you, that none of you will become a statistic on the coronavirus table in the next few days. My God will protect you all the way to the 31st of the year called December 2021, that you protect you so much so that you are going to be also on the 1st of January 2022 in celebration mood once again, celebrating the fact that the Almighty God will have uh, crossed you over into yet another year. This is my prayer, and I have received it in faith that none of you will miss out on celebrating the 1st of January 2022, and that none of you will miss out on any day in the whole year of 2022, that the Almighty God will not only bring us into the year 2022, but he will take you all the way through the year 2022. Say amen. God bless you, my beloved ones. God bless you. Enjoy your Christmas. And I say, I'll submit you on the other side. Admit you where on the day that God has appointed, we shall see each other again by his grace. I commend this message to the church of God. I, your father, the servant of God, apostle, prophet, Shokombishi, I sign off. <laughs>